What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. And welcome to the show. I stole it right out of your mouth. Yeah, you did. Morning, 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 morning. It is a relationship conversation, <sighs> or better yet, <sighs> how to turn your relationships into a powerful relationship, <laughs> or how to make your already powerful relationship even more powerful. Speaking of which... Yes, tell me. I don't know about you guys. If you're in a relationship, by the way, can you drop it in the comments? Are you single, um, engaged, married? Like what's, what's your status? But for those of you guys who are in a relationship, tell me if you agree with this. Whenever you have anything to do with my coffee, it always tastes better. Really? Yeah. Like you barely even did it. Really legit. All I did today was take the milk that you steamed. And I poured it in and I put some stuff on top. I know. It just, it's better. Which actually has nothing to do with the coffee itself. No. Because I dumped some milk in and I put the same seasonings that you put on top. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's that magic love touch. You know. <laughs> I peed in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be weird. You would not even know. Tastes the same as coffee. What goes in has to come out, right? Um, all right. So just me and my pup. I love that. Um, you could put complicated next to every status that there is, by the way. <laughs> Married, complicated. Single, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Dating, it's very complicated. Um yeah, so our conversation today is what happens when you piss each other off? Mm. It happens. It happens. You know, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, okay, well, why? This is my favorite question to ask is why? Why did you get pissed? Why'd you get pissed? And the first thing we need to differentiate or distinguish, or clarify, or acknowledge, or become aware of, is, am I pissed because of a story I made up in my head that may or may not actually be the truth, it's just what I think might possibly, maybe, potentially, perhaps, be the truth? Or, did they legit do something intentionally to piss you off and now you're pissed off? Or was there a miscommunication? Was there a miscommunication? Did you think something? Because there wasn't a clear communication around something? 
So then I'm trying to think of all the scenarios. I don't think I just thought about another one. So then, you know, you have an idea in your mind of how something should go. They have an idea in their mind of how something should go. And the expectation isn't clear because the communication wasn't clear. It happens all the time. And it happens to the best of us because you don't always think about all the things you need to communicate when you're communicating until shit hits the fan. You're like, oops, should have talked about that probably. Or, so, or, or what? Is it because, or is it because we, so we've, we've had an entire espresso episode about this. Um, certain things that, you, uh. that, that like, <laughs> You just don't like and and your partner like completely disregards things they do that piss you off. I remember last time you said, I don't like it when you leave the office door open when I'm reading. Uh-huh. I remember. Yeah. So now if, I, if you're reading, I do my best to like recognize, okay, close the damn door. Yeah. Yeah. Which is or, great. Or the avocado knife. Or the avocado knife. I it's clean like, it. It's I like, clean it. It's like every time, she, it's like every time she cuts up her avocado. Hey, knife. hey, hey, used to cut up. Oh, sorry. Tell your story. Tell your story. <laughs> she's like, she takes her neck and she cleans it. She's like, see, I'm cleaning it. It's so cute. It's so cute. I love it. You got to learn. It. You got to learn these things. But you know, your the- job, your job is to show and tell your partner that you care about them. Not just tell, but you got to show. You got to do the things you got. Avocado knife. Yeah, I would all, I would always cut. I don't know why, but I'd be like, yeah, well, it's time to eat. I'm going to leave the knife on the counter. I'll clean it afterwards, which normally you do the dishes afterwards. So that is ineffective. But anyway, she's like, you always leave your avocado knife out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to clean it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but I feel like there are different degrees to the level of, of being pissed off. Like, for example... You know, because I, I go back to my own experience. Let's say you go to the bathroom that's like right there and you, you forgot to close the door. You leave the door open. I have this thing where I'm so I'm so sensitive to like anything. And when I need concentration, I just need like everything to be blocked. Otherwise, like my brain's going to go everywhere like tentacles. Squirrel. So... So, like, I can hear the airflow, and it distracts me, but... Does the heater distract you? No, because it's a constant sound. So is the air, but when the air is cold, it's unpleasant. This is pleasant. So so it's not the airflow that you can hear. It's the cold. No, it is the airflow, because in the summertime, I would feel the same way, too, when it's, like... 90 degrees. Okay. Hot. So when you leave the office and you leave the door open, you do it. And so in my mind, it tells me, oh, that's okay. But also but you're not in here. You're then, not in here. When, 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 if, if I leave and I leave the office door open, this is a really great conversation that you guys can witness. When I'm in the room and you leave the door open, yeah, it's the same experience I have when I leave the room and I leave the door open. But I think it's because if I leave the room and I leave the door open, you're like, oh, she leaves the door open. So she must be okay with it when she's in the room. Yes. Right. I think the same thing because you leave the room and you leave the door open. I'm like, oh, she must be okay with it. It's completely different scenarios because you're no longer in the room. You don't give a shit if the door is closed or open because you're not in it. 
Well, if I don't plan on coming back, I'm just going to close the door. Yeah, well, I don't leave the door open unless I plan on coming back. But the, but, but the time that goes by from when I come back, you're not okay with. Right. That's the thing. Right. 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 What a great discussion. But, <laughs> but, you know, you guys, there, I feel like there are different degrees and different levels to you being pissed off. Like, for example, yeah. with the door or with the avocado knife, I'm, it's just like, whatever. It's one out of ten. It's just like it's like a slight like, gosh. Here she goes again. It's like a slight little like irritation, like inconvenience, you know, yeah. like the whatever. Yeah. But it doesn't like make a storm. Yeah. Um, it could make a storm if you don't talk about it. Actually, which is a great thing we could talk about afterwards. Ooh, the little things that you don't. Those talk about. ones can add up to tens. Totally. Ten, ten of those little things, if gone unspoken. Can become huge. Can become a 10. You left the fucking door open again. Ah, All I did was leave the door open. I don't know. But there's like a thousand other things that had happened. You left the avocado knife out. You always, you left your left sock on the floor and you left the door open and you didn't feed the dog. You didn't unload the dishwasher. So now you're not talking. You're not getting laid for an entire year. (laughs) Wait, would that mean that you're not either? Yeah. That'd be like a bad punishment to put on somebody else unless you have other plans, which is weird. Okay. So there's different levels to the degree in which you can be pissed off. So something that we always talk about in the relationship conversations is, is the power of communication. Things that are normally ones, you know, and take, take our own life examples and apply to your life. Um, like the, the example of the avocado knife or leaving the door open, I would consider it from my own life experience. So on, it's not a big deal, but you know, the first thing that we have to acknowledge is that if we don't talk about it and something kind of just like is naggy or pisses us off to whatever degree, it will end up adding up over time. So it doesn't matter like how little or small something is, like don't make any assumptions, just have a conversation about it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you guys haven't read the book, The Four Agreements, I highly recommend that you do. And if you're in a relationship, I highly recommend that you have your partner read that book too. Um, Because something that's super important is that I feel like especially with women, when something is brought up to our attention, um, especially if we don't know how to bring it up. Um, I would always say if you want to give, you know, feedback, a great way to start is just so you know. Um, but don't say it out of nowhere because then they're going to be like, what the fuck did that come from? <laughs> you know, but just so you know, is a great way to like, you know, add feedback in a way that's kind of like, okay, like it's not a big deal. Just so you know, like when you leave the door open, I hear all these noise and like, I would much rather it have blah, blah, blah. Um, but the four agreements would be a great book because I feel like a lot of women and, and the reason why I'm saying it is because I used to be that person too, is, you know, we have a tendency to take shit personally and don't take it personally. Like Erin leaving the door open has nothing to do with her. It has, you know, like it has everything to do with my preference. Um, and you know, if I, 
if she was to take it personally, then that could lead into an argument and that could elevate the degree in which she would now get pissed off with my stuff. Um, what were some of the things that... When I get ready, I take too long. You take That's a really long time to get ready. Yeah. You underestimate how long it's going to take you to do things. Yeah, this is, this is one of the biggest yeah. things that I'm working on this year, too. But she's like, oh, all we have to do is uh, uh, go to the store and uh, finish work, which nobody can put a timeline on that. Um, and then shower, and then that's it, and I'm ready. Maybe grab a snack, and it's like four hours later. Like, okay, that's all we have to do. Yeah. <laughs> should, be, should be 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but not taking things personally, just accepting things for what they are and talking about it is super duper important with regards to your relationship because you can't be radically transparent if you take things personally all the time. And if you want to improve your relationship, you, you have to practice this like radical transparency because if you don't then you're not going to have a clear line of communication like nobody in a relationship should be scared or intimidated to bring something up to their partner if you are then you probably haven't practiced radical transparency enough because you're like, I'm not sure how that'll make them feel. Maybe they'll take it personally. Maybe, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so, and, and by the way, these are reminders for us too. Jillian, you should ask her if she wants to listen to what you're listening to with her. Dude, the best thing, the best, I'm okay. So I'm not going to say the best thing you can do is, you know, have your partner listen to this with you, unless you truly believe that that would be beneficial and, and the information and the conversations that we have would add value to your relationship. Then listen to this together. Yeah. Because then you don't have to try to regurgitate it. Then you don't have to try to be like, then they don't have to ask you, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Came out of nowhere. <laughs> now I'm listening to these bad bitches. And they told me some things and it made me think some stuff. <laughs> Let's improve our relationship. Yeah. Um, she's driving. She's in the zone. I don't know what that means. Sometimes you drive with your leg. I, I don't know. How he, like my leg? Oh, on the steering wheel? Yeah. Yeah, the knee drive. I think it's so cool. Don't try this at home. Yeah. Only in your car. Don't try this <laughs> if you're a fun size. <laughs> Gosh. Okay. Um, I'm wearing a hat every day because I need to get my hair done. Anything else? Me too. Oh, look at this. It's really bad to you guys. Like, California. There, there's no, like, access to hairstylists. My <laughs> hair looks like a piece of shit. I haven't tried to get somebody to come to our house. I just don't trust a lot of people with my hair. So it's like there's only a few people that yeah. I would trust. Yeah. Oh, man. And, of course, those people are very busy because they're great at what they do. I digress. Okay. I apologize. That's good. Okay. So with regards to elevating the degree in which somebody can piss you off is for one, don't take things personally, mm -hmm. have radical transparency. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, make sure that you communicate about it because otherwise you're going to elevate the degree in which you piss them off or they piss you off. Anything else that you can think of with regards to that? 
I mean, it goes, yeah, it goes from like slight irritation and inconvenient to like, I want, I want to break up, <laughs> right? That, that's the degree of pissed off. Uh, but normally that extreme end is like things have been going on for a while. And even if you try to communicate, it's like there's still just resistance or, or something that's not working out. Um, but if anybody knows an amazing uh, hairdresser in Fort Lauderdale, like I'm talking like They're commenting on it. I don't think that it's hard to find a good hairdresser in this day and age. Just I think I Anybody who is in business is probably great. So. Yes, Crystal, the, fi the five hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh. Hey, but they're great. They are great. <laughs> okay. So, so let's talk about resolving conflicts. Yeah. Like, what is the step-by-step -step process that we go through? when we ever have a con conflict. For one, um, I must say that we are extremely happy and grateful that our one, like we, we've had ones, and it's, it's interesting because these conversations are improving our relationship too, like with the avocado knife. Um, yeah, I could probably easily bring something up right now that, that bothers me and be like, oh yeah, topic of conversation, but it stays in your mind. It's great. Yeah. But, um, you know, with regards to us, we, I don't, uh, I'm trying to think back about, did we ever have a conflict that was like a 10? We don't let it get to that point. It doesn't get to a 10 unless you don't talk. It's the only way that it gets like up there. Yeah. Is, is either if you have extremely poor communication skills an extremely unwilling and closed-minded uh, significant other or insignificant other, and um, you don't talk about it and talk about anything. Mm -hmm. um, By the way, I want to bring something up. If you're like in a situation right now where you're like, my communication skills are great, but his or her communication skills suck. Just so you know. Takes two to tango. Yeah. For one, it takes two to tango. And for two, I bet you that there is a lot that you can do to improve in order to elevate them. Because otherwise, like, you can't have somebody who has great communication skills and the other one will have no communication skills. If you have Be a great... Go ahead. Because... Because you won't be able to tolerate it. If you have great communication skills, you're probably a little bit better of a leader as well, which then gives you the opportunity to attempt to lead them mm -hmm. to be a better communicator. Yeah. Um, and it takes like finesse sometimes because people do take things personally so the order of your words sometimes really matters <laughs> um so let's start with like what's the first thing that you do mm -hmm. if i've done something to irritate you to piss you off or to make you upset or if I hurt your feelings or whatever. Rule number one, don't wait to talk about it. I hate when people are like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for this weekend. I'm going to wait for the end of the month. Like the longer you wait, the longer you're letting the storm brew. 
the more time you have to to create a story around it, the more energy you add to it. And when you are and when something pissed you off, like now your energy is not like at a height at a heightened state. Okay. Therefore it is compromised to some degree. You add time to compromise and things only get worse. Same thing with your health, same thing with your, you know, financial habits. If there is something that's compromised, fix it right now, regardless of what's going on. Okay. Um, so I would commit to talking about it in this given moment. Like I don't care what's going on. I'd stop everything. Otherwise, it just boils up. Yeah. Now, of course, if you're in the middle of a meeting, like, <laughs> attend to... Excuse me, I've got to leave. <laughs> attend to your obligations, but when you get home tonight, yeah. make sure make sure you have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of conversations with myself about how I would address the conversation. Mm-hmm. And the first... Can I share the first thing that I do? The yeah. first thing that I do is say, what was my responsibility in this? If I'm pissed off, did I do something actually? Do I have, do I need to own responsibility for any action, uh, behavior, thought, words that I did or said that would have caused the other person to do the thing they did that pissed me off? Am I responsible for any of this? Because you can't just go in attack mode to somebody. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's a two-way street. Remember, we all have our own shit. And none of us are perfect. (laughs) And as soon as you can understand that and, like, humble yourself enough to be able to admit, verbally, like, admit Hey, I understand. I'm not perfect in this. If I did something that, you know, caused hurt or harm to you, I just want you to know, like, I'm, I, I'm okay for you to tell me about that. Um, I also would like you to know my perspective so we can get on the same page. Boom. Conversation opener. <sighs> Rewind this. Write that shit down. Next time you have a conflict, that's how you open the conversation. Because when you assume that you could be responsible for part of the reason you're pissed off. Uh, for one, it makes the other person more at ease because you're not just coming to attack them. To say, you're wrong, you did this, this is your fault. But then that gives you the freedom and the space to open up to say, hey, you potentially also did something, but I'm not here to blame you or me, I'm here to resolve the issue. Yeah. So first thing I do is say, like, what what responsibility do I need to accept, if any, in this? Mm. Yeah, actually, I wrote down a list. And I would say before before even getting to the process, the first thing that you have to do, and that's with regards to anything, you have to take ownership. You have to the own re- The reason why so many couples... Um, are just constantly in conflicts and and fight is because nobody takes ownership for their own stuff. Yeah. yeah. Making excuses, it's it's your fault. <clears throat> you did this. Well, it's because you did this. 
This is why the problem happens. So accept the fact that you have to take ownership because otherwise you're pouring it all out on them. And then, and then there's the law of reciprocation where then they want to blame you for everything. Yeah. Right. What is done to you, you want to do back. If somebody gives something to you, if somebody reaches out their hand to you, if somebody helps you, um, you are naturally inclined to reach your hand back to them, to help them, to open space for them, to do things for them. But on the contrary, if you're in attack mode on somebody, their then natural inclination is to attack back. Yep. Survival. So how you approach the conversation is huge. Yeah. So before the conversation, you want to take ownership. Okay. Um, since having the conversation is the vehicle to resolving the issue, again, don't wait. Like, do it now. Anything in life, by the way, you'd want to take ownership. And, and the best time to do anything is now. Can I ask you guys, if, if you've thought about a friend or a family or a, uh, somebody while we're having this conversation, can you, and they're in the group, hopefully they're in the group, can you tag them as, we're at like 90 people hovering and I just want to get it above 100, that's all. Because it's cool Let's to see it. three numbers. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so getting back to the topic. By the way, I saw that uh, Mama L's mama's in the house. Hi, Mama L, Mama. You mean Lauren's mom? Cokes? Yeah. I also think that uh, one of uh, Lauren Waymeyer's family members are here. Ooh. Keith. Is Keith your brother, your, your brother or your dad, Lauren? Um, but, okay. So the next thing you'll want to do. Jennifer, you can invite your in-laws. Okay, the next thing you'll want to do. The next thing you'll want to do is you'll want to talk about it in a positive light. Okay, so whenever there is a conflict and, and you want to talk about it, you want to neutralize the situation. Because again, the law of reciprocation. You want to like ease off their defense mode. Whether you, you know, you're like, hey, there's something, um, you know, I want to talk to you about when you come home from work tonight. They're already like in defense mode. Yeah, like what? It's like getting called to the principal's office. What yeah, I do, like, we... Like people, we like we can feel this shit, or we always assume the worst thing first too. So it's like, oh, what did I do? Yeah. Even if you know, like, even if you're a good person and you know, like, I didn't do anything wrong, like, what did I do? Yeah. You become guilty, and you're like not guilty. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you are, and you know it. So you know, and this is, I think, something that we talked about on a on a different episode is, you know, like, how do you? share constructive criticism in a positive light. That is a skill. Mm -hmm. That is a communication skill that each and every one of you guys needs to develop. Because if you know how to share constructive criticism or just like bad news in a positive light, you'll be able to accomplish a lot more in your life. It's just the power. Look, relationship, um, entrepreneurship, whatever, it's all persuasion. If you want to be a more, like a more effective, you know, um, person in any leadership role, you have to become better at persuading. And a huge part of persuasion is, you know, like talking about hard shit 
in a positive manner. You neutralize the situation and therefore now on the receiver's end, they're in a state of receiving rather than being blocked. Think about yourself. Whenever you were like anxious or whatever, like did, did anything go through or were you like completely blocked? I don't know about you guys, but when I'm not like in a neutral state, I'm not receiving anything because there is like a turmoil in my head. So like also when we're defensive, we react. Because you guys, like, remember, we were born to survive. So, like, you know, re reactionary this defense mechanisms, that's just a part of life. We all have them ingrained in us. And it's very ego-driven. Yeah. It's hard to find humility. I don't know why, but, like, when you're in a conversation like that, so many people have um, have a hard time saying I'm wrong. I was wrong. I could have done this better. I could have done that better. You're right. This was I my, agree. yeah, this was my responsibility and I did not show up. I am sorry. Like people have a hard time doing that. The better you get at that, the better life gets because you're not always right. And you know it. But the ego is knowing that you're not right and refusing to own it. Oof. Because why? You'd be embarrassed? That's how I used to feel. Oh, if I say I'm wrong, I'll be embarrassed because then I'm not. I'm like a worse human being if I'm wrong. Yeah. It will embarrass me. I don't want to do that. I feel like this is a trait that's in direct correlation with perfectionism. If you're a perfectionist, you have a hard time being at fault. So chances are is that you're less likely to take ownership. Man, I said, I think I said it yesterday. Perfectionism is paralyzing. Yep. In so many ways. Like it's good to strive for greatness. Don't, don't get us wrong. You want to strive for greatness, but you don't want to be perfect. If you're trying to be perfect, you will be trying forever. Yeah. And probably not getting very far because it stops you from taking action. I don't have all the pieces together. This is what we talked about yesterday, I think. Or not stops being able you, to admit you're wrong. Yeah. Blocks you from being humble. Stops you from being vulnerable. Like you can't grow. You can't grow that way because you're so stuck in your own way. Um, yeah, so, so talking about it and bringing, and bringing it up in as much of a positive light as possible, neutralizing the situation for the sake of giving constructive criticism in a neutral way, neutralize it. Once you do, they're a lot more receptive to listening to what you have to say. And, you know, do you want to go? I just read something and I think it's a really important thing to talk about. Okay. Um, it, but it's this, Catherine, you said that your husband is never wrong. No matter what the conversation is, he believes he's always right. And if I try to call him out, it, 
it's the blame game or how he makes everybody miserable. It sounds like he's miserable. I hate to say that, but that response is trying to bring people to the level that he's at. So he feels better being there. So he's not alone. Mm -hmm. And I feel for him, but at the same time, the question I thought in my mind immediately was if you asked him, Hey, I understand that you're always right. Do you think that potentially we could both be right in some circumstances? Because the truth is two people can be right with differing opinions. Because you think one way and I think one way and it's different. Does that mean either of us are wrong? Just something to think about. Yeah. Okay. And then the next step is coming to an agreement. Now, look, coming to an agreement is the more complicated part because by the end of the day, there's only one person that you can control and that's you. You can't control how they receive it. So like, who was it who made that comment? Uh, Catherine. So Catherine, in your situation right now, I can only help but to assume that your husband is less likely to be in a state of coming to an agreement with you because he, he is stuck in his own way. He's got turmoil. Yeah. But it's our job to do what we can to become better so that we can raise them up. One. However, by the end of the day, there's only one person in our lives that we can control and it's called ourselves. So the next thing that you have to do, depending on their level of agreement and reciprocation over time, is you asking yourself, what are you willing to tolerate? Because that will shape your life. Yeah, it's tough to be in that circumstance. Yeah. Uh, The best thing that you can do, quite honestly, if anybody's in that circumstance where it's like, you know, you're kind of feeling like your significant other is, is, is like looking for you to fix them or resolve their problems. You can say, Hey, look, you know, I understand you're not in, in a place that makes you the happiest right now. Uh, or so it seems, I want you to know, um, you know, as much as I want to fix that, I don't have the power to, but what I do have the power to do is be here to listen and support with what you need, but I cannot resolve the issues that you have, but I'm here for you. That's the most we can do for anybody in that situation. Yeah. When somebody sees love and support, they want to reciprocate love and support. It's in our human structure. The best thing, I was thinking about it in the shower last night. I have all the greatest thoughts in the shower. And I was thinking about how if you want to get a result, you're not going to get the desired result by being mean, by being forceful, by being um, verbally hurtful, by being um, um, blaming. You're not going to get the results you want Unless you come at that person, giving them the result 
that you wish to receive. If I come at somebody and I want them to do something for me, and I say, I want you to do this because you have to and you never do X, Y, Z, so you should do this. That's not going to go over very well versus if I said, hey, um, I'm having a hard time uh, accomplishing this or getting this done. Uh, if you're willing, I would, I would love your help. Is that something that you think you can help me with? Right? Like love, kindness, compassion will get you more results than anger, fear, jealousy, hate. So remember that the next time you're trying to resolve an issue, come at it from the result that you want back. Amen. Golden rule of relationships. Yeah. Treat others the way you would like to be treated. Yep. Whether it's your kids too. Whatever it is. That's why dogs are always so happy. Because they treat everybody with love. So what do they get in return? Love. Unless you're just a terrible person. Then you just hate everything. Yeah. But you can't not smile when you see a dog. You're just like, so happy. It's a dog. Ah! The truth is, you guys, is that you attract the quality of your relationships. I'll say it again, and I hope that it penetrates. You attract the quality of your relationships. So your relationships currently has been cultivated based on your attitude and your standards throughout your entire life until now. I can imagine that being difficult for some people to hear. I know. That's why I said it again. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to be where we are. We're all exactly where we're supposed to be. Yeah. But it's also, they're saying I'm 12 because you said the word penetrate. I know. Um, I was, I was trying to stay focused on your thought, not the word penetrate. But it was, I think that what I said was very deep and very truthful. And I hope that. Yeah. Like, say, say it again. Say it again. And, and know that if you're in this place, you're supposed to be in this place for, for a reason, but it's okay to want to improve. Yeah. And I have a part two. Okay. Can you say part one again though? Yeah. It was good. You attract the quality of your relationships. So whatever your current situation is with your relationships, know that you cultivated it. You created it. True. Due, either due to lack of awareness, um, lack of tools, or just having a higher tolerance. Now, here's the good news. For those of you guys who are just, you know, not fulfilled with the relationships that you're in, know that the quality of your relationships five, year, five, five years from now, next year, five years from now, and 10 years will be dictated based on what you do starting today for the next five years, for the next 10 years. So if you're at a point where you are unsatisfied with the quality of your relationships, rule number one, we <coughs> talked about it this morning. Take ownership. I had a really good thought. 
I think it's a good thought and I want to make sure you say everything on your track. Yeah, no, I, that's it. Um, I had this thought and I'm thinking through it and I believe it to be the truth, but the more bullshit you tolerate from other people, the less respect you have for yourself. Yes, I agree. The more bullshit you tolerate from other people, the yeah. less respect you have for yourself. And I want to add to that. Yeah. If you're not currently at a point where you are confident and have respect for yourself wholeheartedly, mm -hmm. I guarantee you that you don't have a strong support system. Most likely. Most likely you don't have a support system at That's all. That's why we're here. That's Yay! why we do what we do. That's this group. This is the support system. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you guys are all so fucking badass. YouTube is going to ask me if there's any profanity in this video, and I'm going to say, fuck yes. <laughs> they still post their videos. This is okay. I love YouTube. I love YouTube because they let us be us. Okay. So, um, it's crazy because I think about the first example that comes to my mind is if you're in a shitty relationship, if you're in a difficult relationship, you are constantly trying to better this relationship. You want to improve it. You're, but there's so much resistance. This person is just disrespectful to you. Um, you know, doesn't care about your feelings. It seems like they don't want to listen to anything that you have to say. Um, you know, you're always wrong. Um, they don't treat you like you know you deserve to be treated. Uh, maybe it's actually because you don't believe you deserve to be treated well. So you're not going to be treated well. Um, but if you're tolerating all of that, if you're in that relationship, if you stay in that relationship and you continue to be part of that relationship and you're continuously being disrespected, you're, you are allowing it to happen. To have self-respect would be to say, fuck this, I draw the line, I'm done, I'm over it, get your shit together, or I'm out. That's the self-respect. But if you continue to tolerate it, ah, and you're afraid to leave for, there are very good reasons for people to be afraid to leave a relationship, um, and it's mostly physical, and so my heart goes out, um, to those situations. But if it's not that situation, any of those get out. But you know, if it's more like emotional, like emotional and verbal disrespect and abuse is just as harmful. If not more, because your skin, your body can recover easier than your mind and your soul. And every time you let somebody disrespect you, they're bruising your soul. Yeah. And they're creating limiting beliefs. And they're creating a lower standard of living. Yeah. You know when you say, like, God is speaking through you? Mm -hmm. I legit just, like, felt like that. I don't even know what I just said, but I feel like it was from the heavens. Yeah, that's great. Um, <clears throat> I just so badly want people to be in, like, healthy, like flourishing, positive, happy relationships. And happy doesn't mean that everything's just all good all the time, but it means you have the ability to work through it 
and you're happy to resolve it with that person because you care and you love them so much. We have disagreements. We had like a bout of them for like the entire last month of the of 2020, I feel like. You know, it was very necessary, though, but I'm happy to resolve those things as difficult as it may be in the moment. Because the outcome is so sweet when you do. So going back to the step by step process, great job, by the way. Um, Thank you. After coming to an agreement, accountability, you guys. You want to achieve anything in life, you need accountability. Yeah. Don't go it alone. So, like, hold your partner accountable to what they promised you. Make sure they hold you accountable, too. That's why, you know, when I, whenever Erin washes a knife, I pay very close attention to details. So I know if she does or not. But she's like, see, I watched, <laughs> I watched the avocado knife. That's, I'm that's like congratulating her, myself. That's herself holding, that's her holding herself accountable to me. Because she knows that otherwise I will hold her accountable to it. Just so you know, like you forgot to, to do the avocado knife. You forgot to wash the avocado knife. Like accountability allows you to continuously do the right thing. We have so many things going on, like in our head, like so many things happening throughout our life. And if we don't have accountability to our actions, we are a lot less likely to follow through. That's just the reality of it. Like, what What if she's on a call, a very important call, and she's being distracted because there's something else that's more important? She's probably going to forget it. But that's the power of accountability. You want to achieve and follow through. Follow through. With anything in life, you need accountability. Three digits. Yeah. Accountability is key. So that's all I got for today. Me too. And we hit three digits. That was so exciting. Yeah. Um, you guys, we truly, from the bottom of our hearts, like I, I, I want to be careful to not say this so much that you like no longer believe us, but like we truly appreciate you guys. Um, we have so much love and respect for you guys. And um, we believe in you all. Whether or not you believe in yourself right now, we believe in you. And that's why we keep showing up. You, your responsibility is to keep showing up too. And we're going to keep delivering as much value as we possibly can to you guys. Um, so thank you for showing up. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm grateful you find value enough in what we say to hang out with us for, you know, 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. <laughs> five days a week. Um, and tomorrow we have a special interview that you're going to want to see. Tomorrow we have a very special guest. Before Come we in. get to that real quick. Um, yes. You know, you, you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank we you love for you. all the hearts. We love you. We love you guys. And, you know, like I've, I've been chatting it up with a bunch of you guys from the TKC. Like, Me too. you know, um, 
I want to chat up with more of you guys in the TKC, but I need you to post because I need you to know that you're playing the game. I can't chat with you if I don't know if you're doing it, just being just being honest. But, you know, they're so sweet. So many of them were like, you know, I don't know if, if you hear this enough, but I want you guys to know that like what you guys are doing, like is really making a huge impact on me. And I'm so grateful. And whenever you guys say that, like it just it completely melts our heart. So like you guys are awesome and we love you for, you know, like appreciating the value that, you know, we want to add to your life because that is really our purpose and our mission. That's what it's all about. Um, but, you know, knowing that it's being reciprocated is a really good feeling because we know that our time is extremely valuable and we do spend a considerable amount of time, you know, like just being there for you guys because we know that it's necessary. And in case you haven't heard, we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Amen to that. Um, okay, tomorrow is... Can, I, can I also clarify about what I mean about change a life? I mean that. There was some kind of result you came in looking for. And you got that result. Maybe other results too. And you were able to maintain and actually make a lifelong, lasting, positive change in your life to then inspire other people to do the same. I want, we want, our mission to change your life is that you want to turn your mess into your message and what we helped you transform. You want to help others transform. Yes. Because it made that big of an impact. Yeah. And whether that's just inviting somebody here, great. You've inspired them to come hear what they need to hear. doesn't mean you need to do it on your own. A simple invite, a simple share, a simple follow, a simple subscribe shows our content to other people. You've inspired somebody else. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tomorrow is guest interview day and tomorrow we're back to regular um, guest interview schedule. Um, 6 a.m. sharp. We will be chatting it up with the winner of the fourth Raw Transformation, Miss Tanya Tucker. The last round was our biggest round yet. Um, there were 140 people. And man, I mean, to... And by the way, it was the best group that we've had so far. I really hope Epic. that like the fifth one is going to be even better. Like every time we do something, we, we want the groups to become better, the results to be better. But I mean, man, like what she has achieved in eight weeks... Um, was for one insane and for two, like it, it really has, um, changed her life because she's not the same person that she was. Um, so, you know, an inspiration for finishing up the TKC challenge. Um, and also like, um, we want you guys to take advantage of the early bird specials, whether you do it this week or next week. We know that the raw transformation will change your life if only you let it. It's been proven by so many people. You just have to give yourself a chance. 
And Tanya, like, man, you've accomplished so much. And I know that like your conversation is going to be so like raw, real and authentic. And, you know, they're going off in the comments. It's, go- it. it's going, it's going to transform like so many lives. So we want to share with you guys through Tanya, like, you know, what she was able to do, where, where she was. Don't hear this from us. Hear this from the people who have gone through it and they're like, whoa, I'm not the same person that I was going into it. We're doing this for you guys. But it's the mission. But you have to commit. Um, so tomorrow, 6 a.m., it's going to be a very raw, real and authentic conversation. We're going to finish off the week strong. It will be on Zoom. Just so you guys know, there will be a link posted in the Facebook group. There will be a link sent to your email address a couple minutes before we go live. Um, but yes, 6 a.m. tomorrow on Zoom. Yeah. Real life, real time. Real life, real time. Um, we do have some special surprises for you guys. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you, you want to be there. Make it a point to be there. Um, if you want to improve yourself, cause it's going to be probably one of the most inspiring conversations we've had yet. Tanya, you're awesome. Um, you guys are awesome. We hope that today's conversation has added value to you guys. Um, okay. So I was thinking about this, you guys, and I want to ask you guys a favor, especially if you're watching this on YouTube. Can you please, if this conversation has added value to you, Share this with one person. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, once our show is done, can you please just go to our YouTube channel, channel, Aaron and Sari, and hit a subscribe if you haven't yet subscribed. Okay? The more people who watch our YouTube show, this show on YouTube, the more it will be presented to more people. So we really need your help. It takes literally just two seconds, you guys. We're going to keep showing up for you guys. But if you can help us to get an even better boost, then then you're part of the mission. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. Because it takes an army to move a mountain. And we are moving the mountain. Yes. All right, you guys. That being said, we hope that you have a beautiful day. We'll be, we'll make sure to, um, post a link for our YouTube channel so that you can just like do a quick subscribe if you haven't yet already. Um, and share the love. That's what this is all about. We love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Suri.